punk rock, street trash, wastelands. And here are your hosts, long-time partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Hello listeners and listeners, this is Wastelands. I am Adam Obscene and with me is the mighty, 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 Mark and Mark. <laughs> hey, Ed. Hey, listeners. It's great to be back in your ears again. We're going to talk about uh, more punk and disorderly. Album three this week. The final solution, which is terribly titled, but goes with the actual artwork. I guess the big thing we've got to say is like politi- politics has run solidly through this this series, but mm-hmm. it really is honed in on this 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 record is just like unabashedly taking like it, the the shit out of the establishment. Right, it's going yeah. for it. And it's um I, and it's and it's yeah. brash and it's brutal and the front cover, it sets it sets the tone. It's a very confronting imagery. Um, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of uh, certain parts of this uh, artwork, but it is what it is. And um, the these the bands on this compilation uh, do are not right wing. They are not endorsing the imagery on the cover they're using it as a a shock value opinion uh of the politics of the time i think it's worth saying that this is not a badge for the bands this album art is about the connection between fascism and thatcherism and Mm -hmm. the the politics of the state and that the simple fact is you've got a riot squad lining up a bunch of punks blindfolded being shot um, yep. at the front of Thatcher at number 10 with one a couple of uh, a couple of uh, uh, punks being run over by cars laying dead strewn along the gutters and hanging from a uh, one of them hanging from a light like it's it's brutal but the thing is yeah. it's not they're not saying look at us we're fascists they're actually saying we're writing about the state of play. It's not, you know, it is shock value, but what they were living through, Thatcherism was shocking. So I'm not, I'm not apologizing for it, but I get it as a point in time, um, a point in time piece of artwork. Um, and it, they were yeah. on the back end of a successful trilogy. So they thought that they could do no wrong. This is, yeah. Well, this is angry imagery. This is, um, this is, yeah. Like, like I said before, man, this is not, a right wing compilation. This is not glorification. It's, yeah, this is angry. This is angry. Some of the re-releases of this album uh, didn't have that imagery. I don't want to. I don't want to say it. I, I don't like it. I I, um, I see it for what it is on this, but I don't want to talk about it too much. I want to say that the photographer Phil Ward did the punk shots, but he also did. Um, album photography for uh david roach he also did the suite uh for the suites um uh, best of album he also did the klf white room uh photography and uh and he's got a long history of doing band uh photography the visual art with the said stuff that i don't really want to talk about was done by jim phelan uh, he was a album cover desi- designer, sorry, for Cherry Red and Creation Records. This is like him almost 
being as uh, subversive as some of the uh, Dead Kennedys artwork. So, which we know can be really confrontational, but it has made it uh, into the world of art into a very respectable way. Do you know what I mean, Ads? Yeah, I think, and I think it's the thing, like with like much in the same way as Dead Kennedys um, records were taken from record shops um, by police and censorship in the 80s because of their content on the artwork as opposed to the content in the record. This sort of fits into that. I mm. wonder, Michael, I had, a, I had a pondering while you were talking is I wonder if this album artwork was created after, after the, after the um, compilation was created. If the artwork, yeah. if, if it was in response to the song selection. I feel like it probably mm. was because it's like they've gone and they probably had a theme because, you know, whenever, yeah. you, whenever you curate something, you have a, yeah. a concept. Um, yeah. I, I feel like th- this out of all of the records is a full package. It, it says something. It says something through yeah. the music, through the bands, through the time um, and through the artwork. It's also mm-hmm. really interesting in the sense that by 83, which is when this came out, Anagram mm. Records had become a division of Cherry Red Records. Yeah, yeah. So they had the distribution was bigger and it was a connect bigger connection. So you say Cherry Red at the time in 82 um was distributing Dead Kennedys in the UK. Mm. So I think mm. you've got a bit of a connection there where the photo- you know the Dead Kennedys artwork and you know the sort of confrontational stuff of where where um particularly new wave of punk was going which was it was angry and it was faster and it was aggressive and it was more gritty and this is just yeah. a point a point in case in that which leads us then to mm. the track listings which is really interesting like this album has is is killer like there's oh, a couple of there's a couple of classics on this that we go back to all the time yeah you're dead right, Ad. This is the first one that I heard. Ironically enough, it's the uh, third one in the trilogy. Mm. But a friend of mine in high school had this, and um, it really was uh, a gateway for me. So if th- this is the one that I am most familiar with. This is the compilation I'm most fond of. Um, and the artwork was like, holy cow. Um, again, I was obsessed with looking at the um, the, the punks' boots. I, I love their boots. I love their fashion in general, but their their um, Doc Martens and army boots and stuff. Again, like we're like, wow, I want a pair of those. Like the aesthetic, but, the aesthetic with the leather jackets and you know the ripped and torn. Even there's even that there's even one punker there who's blindfolded wearing a piece a piece shirt, which I find yeah. great. Like it's sort of like, it's that it, the juxtaposition of the iconography is really important, but um, yeah. you kick off number one, mate, like burn them down by abrasive wheels. <sighs> there, we, there we are again, mate, abrasive wheels. So this, you know, the first band that I heard off of this was burn them down, abrasive wheels, burn them down. And I was hooked straight away. This was the, the Tinder that sparked the flame. Yeah, do you remember when? Do you remember when you heard this? Yeah, I heard it at your place. Oh, did you? <laughs> when you said, oh, when you said, check this out, because <laughs> I think you, yeah, yeah. I think you had borrowed it from. Was it um, Peter? Peter. My friend's yeah. name was Peter. Um, who was living at um, Mount, sorry, Pleasant. Mount Pleasant Road in Nambour, which I've lived on later mm-hmm. years. Um, mm-hmm. and I remember you 
you brought it over. This album, Original Pistols Live, and one other one that I can't remember at this stage. And we had a bit of a listening party, and that was. So I'm thinking yep. at the time that you played this, mm-hmm. you first heard it. I probably heard it days later. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. This this was definitely one of the gateway ones. That, I yeah, think we, we, were we both, got really I, excited. I, think I was about. still in high school. Uh, I, yeah, I was still in high school when I heard it for sure. Were you? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember. Yeah, it was great. Like too many years well, ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I think it, if we go into like I said, this is all the ones we sort of have been raving about. So we had abrasive wheels with burn them down. Number two, one way system, give us a future. There, straight up, is those two top tier bands that we mentioned in the previous episodes that really mm-hmm. like sort of typify like. They'd done the hard yards through UK 82. This is in 83. But, you know, like mm-hmm. in that short period of time, the amount yeah. of content, like seven inches and singles, yeah, maybe not so much in the album department, but, you know, just so many awesome tracks. Yeah, um, absolutely. So Give Us a Future um, really fits perfectly with the, the, you know, so you've got Burn Them Down, Give Us a Future. Yeah, like the titles. Then, I got to say, the titles of these, if you say them, and we will, if you say them back to back of the titles of the songs, you get a narrative. Yeah. So number. Yeah, th- absolutely. So number three. The, yeah, kick out the Tories by Newtown Neurotics. Um. So again, burn, great voice. Oh, so good, and it's like burn them down, give us a future, kick out the Tories. Yeah, and then UK subs, police state, and then just and then the destructors, jailbait. <laughs> it's like, that's kind of like the uh, that's kind of like the that, that that one's the ugly child of this compilation you feel free to uh to skip that one and it's funny it's funny because there's not really many of them in this series no but no. unfortunately by the time you get to the third one that one comes through and you go okay. uh, to me it's a bit of a clanger it yeah. it, it hasn't aged well <laughs> and, it's, and it's bang in the middle of side one which is uh, it's unmissable it's not like yeah. you can't like just like it's like you got to pick up the needle and go. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a cheap shot. Mm. Like it's a cheap thrill. This one and uh, it's it's easily skipped uh, because then you go straight into the expelled government policy, which app. we're back on track again. <laughs> we're back on track, and and the this compilation, like even though it features some of the same bands from parts one and two, they are angrier mm. at this stage. Like. The, the, you're dead right that the track titles are pretty straight to the point. Like by this time, guys, we're pretty pissed off and Mm. the whole package of the artwork, the photography and the uh, songs, they're fuming by this stage. A nice little, just before we go into the next one, but you know, we were talking about the cover art in the previous two, you know, the black, the pop pink, the yellow, you know, that Mm -hmm. strong punk rock iconography. This one, moves away from that and goes straight into red. Yeah. So the red, pink, the black, pink, white. So the pink and the red, the pink is swapped out with the red. It's angry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the back cover mm-hmm. has a little bit of yellow. And so it goes yellow and red and, you know, like we can go into color theory, but that is angry, mate. Like yeah. this album wouldn't look as angry if it was in hot pink. Yeah, um, that's right. And noticeably all the people, who are sort of cut and pasted into this, it, it's all in black and white. All the people are in black and white. Yeah, whereas in the previous um, previous entry, they'd done a bit of colouring. 
in yeah, they touched up color mm-hmm. and they'd kind of they kind of made it a bit fun and there was a little bit of you know goofy punk rock swagger swagger on on the the middle one and this is just straight up angry this is vitriolic for sure because we got what the next one the samples dead hero yet another um another great voice another great song like again the musicianship in this is awesome yeah and so that it's melodic so dead heroes that comes off um so the time samples were with no future records you know so Mm -hmm. um that was really you know this there's a couple of new entries into the compilation in, in independent record companies um which then you follow on to look. I have a soft spot for this song. Yeah, the next one, which is yeah. um, Angelic Upstarts, Woman in Disguise. It is super yeah. poppy. Yes, um, it's kind of a little bit. It's 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 a little bit like the odd one out in 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 tone, but in the sense that it sounds like a top forty hit. But yes, I, it does. But I really like it. Like, and I it's like really it. good. I like it because I think out of there was like uh, there was a handful of songs that we used to play a lot on our our mm. radio show, mm-hmm. um, and this was one of them. Women yep. in disguise, we played. I've, I think we would have played that every show we ever did. Like that and Oi Oi Oi, yeah. the Cockney Rejects were like two go tos. We'd always do a set <laughs> with them in it. So um, yeah, for sure. And and the woman that they're talking about, a woman in disguise, is uh, obviously Margaret Thatcher. And, uh, so it's a politically charged. Pop song, and I thought I love it because on the surface it sounds poppy and light, but mm-hmm. the lyrics are actually quite subversive. Yeah, really subversive. It's you can sing along to this, and um, and and still still get your politics hit. Mm. So and so that sort of rounds out um the side, the side one of the third album. Um, mm-hmm. so then we sort of get into side two, and we oh, go man. back into original. Original territory with um, sure. "Viva La Revolution" by the Addicts. Um, oh, so good, look, and like a catchy again, a catchy little number. Like yeah, yeah, um, yep. And again, and like there's not there's, there can't be any uh, question about what they're actually talking about either. You know, like <laughs> "Viva La Revolution" for sure. Yeah. Off with their heads, man. So. Um, they've got that. We've got then the Vibrators um, with Dragnet. Oh, I love this song as well. The Vi- Dragnet is such a good song. It it's a great story. Like you listen along to the lyrics, which are really well sung, and um, you get the full the full story. Like the yeah, Dragnet is definitely a story about uh ab- about you know the the protagonist being on the run and being um uh be- being double crossed as the Dragnet closes in on them. It's really really cool. Um, then it's like, I find it interesting that it took three, three entries into this, um, series before Mm. we get the exploited. This song is, to me, it's unlike a lot of their other songs. It's really, I mean, they're an angry band, but this is just so well done. It's, I can listen to this song more than I can listen to a lot of their other songs, like on their greatest hits and their first couple of albums. Like this one still stands up to me. Computers um, Don't Blunder. And Computers Don't Blunder is like a standout track when they play live too. Like yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. I mean you, you could play this now. You can you can you can play the exploited computers don't blunder. Um it can be the sound a soundtrack to a uh 
to um our, our what we have in Australia, our robo debt. <laughs> mm, mm. You know, it's you can always talk about it's them. always based in some human error. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, we we have a um, how would you describe robo debt, Adam? At the moment, an automated an automated fining system that was indiscriminate and then sent sent um rectification. Uh, letters to mm-hmm. the most disenfranchised and disempowered people in our community asking for thousands of dollars of repayments which led mm-hmm. to mental health um, mental health um, issues, financial health. financial health issues and ultimately death yep. all and- by government sponsored uh, debt collection system that hadn't that although had no human inverted commas interaction was built by humans yeah so there you go computers don't blunder even in 2021 and 2022 we've uh we can still aptly use that song in everyday life now so um love the exploited we talked about in the first episode that they'll be here next year and we will be mm-hmm. seeing them um urban dogs urban dogs and new barbarians um, Love this song too. It has that new barbarian, Urban Dogs, new barbarians. Kind of for me, it feels like Last Rockers. It's almost like the Last Rockers become the new barbarians. You know, yep. from Vice Squad, you've got this sort of like what happens post Thatcherism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it's their. It, this is their flag in the sand too, like or line in the sand, I should say. Um, new barbarians. It, it's. It's autobiographical, like, here we are, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're the new barbarians, and this is how we're going to do it. Um, then what do we got? We got the ejected. Yep. Have you got 10p? So whilst you're busy being a new barbarian, you're also going to be pretty broke. So uh, panhandling is something that you have to build into your daily life. And that little line, where you got 10p for a cup of tea, I'm sure we <laughs> said that all the time. Back through the yeah. 90s, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, have you got 10p? And everyone look at you like, what the? Because huh? the reality yeah. is, is that we don't have p in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it would be, um, can I, you know, I've linked my PayPal, just see the description down below. Yeah, it's like, oi, can you tap? <laughs> <laughs> but then Cron love Cron Gen. I think, I think uh, you, you are um, a big or have been a big Cron Gen. Uh, fan ads haven't you come across some of their albums in the last couple of years yeah I've uh, in up, record stores yeah i've picked up uh like even in weird places like backwater bookshops i picked up a secret records release of um cron and yeah i like, love it it's um and because i i'd never had the i never had a cron album uh, but mm-hmm. cron are notorious for being on every punk rock compilation known yeah. to um known to humans um yeah. so to find that that was amazing and you know just good rocking solid you know oi yeah. street punk you know it's got a yeah. real it's like you know these things like angelic upstarts you've got congen like you're really starting to get that injection of oi um, yeah in this record but, but really well done and oh. really melodic too and then when we say street punk and oi like this is the thing is that the 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 quality and the musicianship of all these songs mm-hmm. excel and surpass the original wave of punk rock. Like you know, short of maybe the Clash and you know, like the you know the but the original wave where it was quite janky and quite three chord mm. bang it out. The to be able to play music this hard and this fast, you need to know your instrument. 
and you need yeah, to know sure. what you're doing. And these guys yeah. did, and it was great because they saw not only as a statement of talking about what's going on, but they also saw it as a ticket out. Yeah, absolutely. And they're working in they're working with the record companies at the time, and they were, you know, subsisting off of music. And and these guys were really good. Almost every band on this this trilogy is a really good. They're all proficient musicians, and the singers are, are singers. They're not just screaming away out of tune. Like they're actually really fucking good. Uh, Action packed with suicide bag is number Great. fifteen. Yeah, a dark song, mm. uh, but it goes for a minute and fifty-two seconds. Adam, and again, melodic, but really dark um, theme themes. Um, I think that um, you you you've got that. Like, it's not out of place. And I think that, you know, when you sort of then finish off the final track of the, the series, and this is the final um, entry in the series with um, mm-hmm. The Violators with Summer of 81. Now, I've, I kind of think that finishing out this series with a track that is about the summer that arguably kicked off UK 82. Yeah. Is actually is is another masterful, um, you know, curatorial decision. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So they're looking back a couple of years, like pre, just pre the um the the release of the first one, which we remember was um, you know, March uh eighty two. Mm. So you're looking at they're they're writing about the um about life for them before the first compilation even came out. So yeah, to end it on that is a real stroke of genius. I mean. Uh, the, the, this is, uh, you know, musicologists and people right in the scene at the time putting putting together uh, the kind of track listing that a streaming service and all their algorithm goodness is just not going to do for you now. Um, so, look, Phil Lanigan um, put this to, put yeah he he was he was basically a part of the whole the whole archetype of creating this system. Um, yeah. If you look at the sheer amount of music that came out from the summer of 81 through to mm. when this came out, which was mm-hmm. uh, the summer of 83, mm-hmm. like that is a lot of friggin' music, a lot of music. And this only scratches the surface, right? You yeah. Know, it's like the, there's a, so many other compilations that came out, um, there's another series that that I really enjoy, which we may talk about um, in the future, mm. which is the oh, – I'm just reaching over. Sorry, listeners. I'm not organized. Um, the, <clears throat> the, the the series that was brought out by um, Marcus Theverby, which was the um, Punk's Not Dead Nah Mate series. And so mm-hmm. – and we played those records a lot on um, the radio show – which is in the next tier down artists like um, you've got Mau Mau's and Extract and Anti System and Mania. Like they're sort of like that next tier below the top tier, UK 80. So it's almost like what happened in 83 to 85. Mm. Um, but like I said, this was the template that created um, you know, yeah. punk rock compilations, I think. Oh, I think so. I think so. We, we may be wrong, like, but this, this well, we're not wrong. This is our experience. This mm. trilogy is um, top tier, and and we we collect ads between us. We've got heaps and heaps and heaps of other um, compilations from around this time, and even into some of the American ones. Like 
one that comes to my mind is uh, Cleanse the Bacteria. I would love to uh, talk about that compilation one day as well. But I think for you and I, this was the the gateway. And I think that's why we're talking about it now first up, because it, it's a bit of a public service announcement to any of our uh, friends that haven't listened to this before. Get started on it, and the rest will follow. And you know? because it, it it runs with it, like because like between the punk and disorderlies, you'll go into the oi glorious oi compilations, oi chart busters. You know, there's a bunch in there, like, and every single one of them has a carry on oi. Is another one like a lot of I have a lot of oi comps. Like yeah, you, you don't. It's almost like um, you can go to the top five hits of street punk without having to listen to some of the other. Um, yeah filler that's in their full-length albums. There's a lot of, yeah, Gary Bushell got involved. You know, there, there was a lot of, um, yeah, it, it spawned a lot. I think this is the best, though. Oh, yeah. um, you, you, and now now that we are living in the world of YouTube and streaming services, this is a great gateway. Like, if you don't know a lot of the bands on these compilations, like, here's how you can just enjoy, like, and enjoy and discover UK Subs, Chaos UK, Abrasive Wheels, One Way System, Vice Squad, GBH, huge bands with discographies on some of these streaming services. So you can just go down the rabbit hole and use this the this trilogy as the starting point. It won't do you wrong. It won't do you wrong. Um, final note on this series is Cherry Red Records. Now, mm-hmm. Cherry Red Records have been around forever, still around, mm-hmm. still advertise mm-hmm. regularly in different you know, publications that still go to press. But mm. they have a, an amazing presence on YouTube. Um, Cherry Red released so many music clips, documentaries, as well as albums and compilations. But there yeah. is actually a – and I'll put it in the um, – I'll put the link in the uh, the liner notes of this episode. Uh, Punk and Disorderly DVD documentary that goes for like, uh, I think it's almost like an hour and hour and a half, which is mm-hmm. a UK 82 documentary that has clips from all these songs, but you know, interviews Becky Bondage from um, Fire Squad, talks to all the main players. A really good and gritty and grimy documentary. Um, and yep. that saddled with this record series is a really mm-hmm. good pre-education. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they Cherry Red just didn't do um didn't do this kind of like UK punk rock stuff. They were they were putting out albums way before then. Mm-hmm. Um they even did Adam uh The Runaways. Yeah. Uh what else did they do? They did Noi Destroy All Monsters, which is an awesome uh Detroit supergroup. With, that I think uh, more people of the should stu- uh, talk of the about. Stooges and MC5. Stooges and MC5, yeah. sure. Um, uh, sorry, I've lost my um, train of thought. Cherry Red Destroy things. All Monsters <laughs> Girls School. Um, Girls School, oh, who yeah. were like basically the female motorhead. <laughs> well, the fact um, that they did, comp- they, they did are. records together, like, you know, that they awesome record that together. I've got, which is um, yeah. where they're all posing as gangsters on that little, like, yeah. 11... 11 inch, 7 inch, I can't remember. Yeah, anyway. the Valentine's Day Massacre yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So yeah, they did the Kennedy's Fresh Fruit. Um, they, they Cherry Red weren't just this. They did a whole lot of stuff. So, yeah, d- definitely worth a dig. As a media company, really interesting for stuff that's sort of just under the surface, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Marco. 
That's I, the punk and disorderly system. I, I love that. I love geeking out on this. This is this is um, real close to my heart, this kind of stuff. Yeah, and it was easy to talk about with very little research, which is probably perfect for this time. So, listeners, forgive us if we've gone down rabbit holes that you don't agree with, but hey, this is society that we live in where everyone can have their own voice and can be right yeah. because we're holding the mic. Um, Let, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ed. Let's let's talk about it in the comments section. It's, it's totally awesome and fine to agree and disagree with us. We actually welcome um, just it. Just don't be dicks about it. <laughs> yeah, just, just, you know, just... We welcome it. Just you know, constructive criticism. Don't all. be dicks. Just don't be a dick. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to let them eat jelly beans, and we'll get to cleanse the bacteria. It's all good. <laughs> so, mate, um, we uh-huh. are going to encourage people to jump on and have a bit of a chat with us. They can do it lots of different ways. You can mm-hmm. check us out on the socials. Mm-hmm. At Wastelands Radio Show, Instagram, Facebook, bloody TikTok, and Twitter is Wastelands RS. Um, YouTube, Wastelands Radio Show. Uh, you send us an email if that's more of your, you know, you want to write some long form uh, <laughs> criticism and discussion, yep. put it at uh, wastelandsradioshow at gmail.com. Yep. Chuck us a big one and chuck us a uh, review or a like or a share. Pass it around. Let people know about the show because uh, it's good to um, share. Um, Absolutely. Give us five stars, guys. Go on. Even if you disagree, give us five stars for uh, for the effort. For the effort. Yeah, it's like we're all about, <laughs> we're all about p- participation awards in this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You don't win anything, but you get to feel good. You get that warm inner glow of giving us a five-star rating because we are your friends. And, you know, we are also Australia's premier B-grade punk rock street trash uh, radio show. <laughs> and do you know why, Adam? Because there's no others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. Bark, oh, bark. Yes, oh, yes. Is there anything more you'd like to add? Oi, oi, and it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Oi, oi, oi. Before you say another word.